Hey, I'm Andrew Hales. Welcome to another edition of Chatting With. Today I'm here with my father. <laughs> hey, Andrew, how you doing? Uh, James Rulin Hales. Do you watch my videos? I do. I do watch. I, I watch. I watch most of them. There's really? Some, there's some that I don't go the distance, but I watch most of them. Um, my my chattings. Have you seen my vlogs? I haven't seen all your blogs. I uh, no I, my I, vlogs, video blog, like on the <laughs> vlog channel. <laughs> I don't think I. I don't think I've watched many of those. I've yeah. watched a lot of your uh, YouTube videos where you're doing the pranks and so forth, but the blogs I haven't. Should I be watching your blogs? No. No, I'm glad you don't watch my vlogs. I don't think you would like them. I know as a general rule, I kind of get turned off a little bit when it gets a little colorful with the language and stuff. <laughs> I'm usually not a big uh, supporter of that, but... Okay. Anyway. What did you do for a living? Well, I started out in sales for the phone company uh, in Las Vegas, and then I got transferred up to Reno, Nevada as a sales manager and sold PBXs and key systems in the phone business to hotels and that was in businesses and so forth 79 or something no that would have been probably 80 81 82 and then in 1983 I started my career in pharmaceuticals started as a sales rep in Modesto California and then bounced all around. I think we've relocated about ten times in my lifetime. And right, pharmaceuticals. Did you did you know what you wanted to be in college? I knew I wanted to do, go into sales, and so hence I majored in a major that I thought would be both applicable to sales, but also uh, relatively hmm. easy to graduate. <laughs> so I majored in communications. And uh, that's where I met your mom as well. B uh, BYU. Uh, yeah, at BYU, and we were both in a similar major. Cool. And uh, it worked out pretty well. So your first kid was 84 with Paul? Yes. <laughs> and that was in Las Vegas? Well, he was conceived in Las Vegas, but he was born in Reno. Got it. Um, was that, and you were 22? I think? Uh, I think when I first got married, yeah, I was 22, 23. Did that feel, was that a surprise? Was it like, were, well, you, were I, you and mom ready? Well, I, I, well I, knew, I knew mom for about five years before we decided to hitch up and get married. And I remember thinking on the second day of the honeymoon, man, you know, what have I done? <laughs> meaning, meaning the the financials, right? The fact that I was free and easy, you know, I was doing odd jobs while in college, just had to pay for minimal expenses for myself as a single person. But then when I got married, I realized that oh man, now I gotta you know put put bread on the table and shelter and everything else, and so I kicked in and and uh, and and worked hard. Yeah. to make sure that uh, we could do everything we were supposed to. When Paul came, was that a kind of a shift in your perspective oh. on life and everything? Oh yeah, when the, fir when the first child comes, it, it changes everything. I mean, it, uh, you know, you're no longer free and easy. It's another, another head count, it's another responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, so but, it, it kind of just added that pressure. 
Mm-hmm. But Pre- pressure to produce. At least that's how I yeah. handled it. I always had that feeling of pressure where I had to support, you know, three three mouths myself, right. my wife, and then Paul, and then and then we had Michelle, <laughs> and then we had Jacqueline, and then we had Danielle, and then uh, you. Quite honestly, was kind of a a mistake. We weren't really planning on number five. <laughs> well, <laughs> mom's always told me different. Well, this, this is the first time hearing this. But we, I, I think I think you were uh, <laughs> you weren't a planned necessarily a planned event. Well, yeah, mom told but, me that but, like you weren't like you weren't taking any measures, but at the same time you you pretty you thought you were done. Yeah, we were. Well, yeah, I would have been ready to call the day after two. But then we had three, and then four, and then and then yours was definitely you know unplanned, and it was a surprise. But I think the the, the important thing to realize here though is that you know, no matter how many kids you have, I mean you know, you still love them all, and you love them to death, and yeah, and uh, you know <laughs> having that unconditional love. It's not like oh man, you know, what the heck? What are we doing with all these kids? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna you know. <laughs> treat them the right way or whatever that's that's totally of course not not what we did you know now that i think about it if we had only had paul and michelle you know what what things we would have missed out on by not having you danielle and jacqueline i mean they bring a lot to the table and mm-hmm. of course there's always the other side of the fence concerns worries <laughs> anxiety oh sure well stress when <laughs> when were you most it's the gift that keeps on giving I guess. <laughs> well, I feel like Whoops. you. Well, Whoops. oh, it just fell off. Yeah, that's fine. That happens. When were you most stressed out or concerned about my upbringing, or I guess my when my teenage years? Well, yeah. I mean, I you know I I made that <coughs> career move from North Salt Lake to Connecticut when you were in what a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. And I often wonder how that things might have been different if we had stayed in Utah with the friends that you had in Utah right. at the time. Because they, they tended to be more straight-laced individuals, if you will, where they were Eagle Scouts and, and doing everything that at least uh, you know our faith no doubt. was promoting at the time. Mm-hmm. Then you went to Connecticut, and I think... Uh, you know, let's face it, I think friends have a pretty good impact on yeah, yeah, who you definitely. hang around with and so forth. No, I, I agree. Like, I feel like if we did stay in Utah, <laughs> there's a big chance I would still be Mormon and everything. But it's strange active, how... Active Mormon, probably not making <laughs> videos, probably sitting in a cubicle, working, yeah. doing a normal job. Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, you yeah, know, like you what, never, what kind of path I would have took. You, ne- you never know. You never know. But again, tip of the hat to you. My hat goes off to you. I mean, I, I, I tell my friends that four out of my five of my kids have graduated from college. Three are married <laughs> with kids. And, and, and wouldn't you believe or would you believe that the one that has not completed college <laughs> is probably making the most money and, and the best off financially out of the five? I, well, I did get lucky with kind of with timing in YouTube and you've always brought up a, a regret is you didn't play football why didn't it, you play football in high school it's probably one of my biggest regrets in yeah. life and uh, you know some people would say gosh if that's your biggest regret then 
right. you don't have too much to worry about. But it, to this day, it's one of my biggest regrets. It's, it's not knowing of how good or bad I could have been in that sport because I love the sport. Yeah. I love the watching on Sundays, the NFL. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, uh, at the time, I was excelling in soccer and uh, I was going to switch in ninth grade from soccer to football. And all the coaches at the time questioned me and encouraged me to stay with soccer because I was one of the better soccer players. Man. And I knew my parents, they, they weren't supportive as far as for me playing football. They, they just assumed. They thought it was too dangerous? Well, that and just uh, when, I was, when I was younger. I mean, part of the reason I got into soccer is because when I was younger, football was always played on Sundays. Mm. And uh, being raised in a relatively strict L- LDS home, they, they didn't want me playing on Sunday. So hmm. uh, I never really got the chance to try it out as a little kid. But then I was going to make the move in ninth grade because I had basically the size, the speed. Yeah. I had relatively good hands. And um, hmm. I just just never made the switch. It's one of my biggest regrets in life I just not knowing and yeah yeah I you know you know that saying I always say I'd rather be the the boat that leaves the harbor and sinks than the boat that never <laughs> leaves yeah I mean if you if you don't at least try it at least you yeah you'll never know how well you could have done so what's the hardest thing about being a dad I think so well there's a lot of things I mean it's one of the more important things I feel I mean you're responsible for providing for your kids and and being there as a sounding board if they ever want to come to you I know in our relationship I think I think most of our your siblings and yourself tend to go to mom (laughs) Uh, I think she's a little bit more uh, cordial or whatever I don't know but uh, (laughs) I I, well I think that's normal it's there she's just you know the caretaker she's a I guess she's a little more sympathetic, and you'd rather yeah. not. You'd rather not cry in front of your dad or something. You know? Right, right. Well, I, <laughs> but I, I'm always there if somebody wants to talk. So, what was something that your your dad was? I know you had long hair or something. You're kind of a hippie. Well, I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say I was a hippie. I, I just didn't. <laughs> you know, I graduated in high school in 1975. Uh huh. And uh, so, I did. I did have longer hair at the time. Yeah, I used to it used to drive my dad crazy, because he, he he wanted me to be more clean cut and so forth. So I had longer hair at the time, but I never really was that wild though. Um, yeah, did you ever drink or smoke or anything? I had uh, one one time where I'd slipped where I did have some alcohol, and uh, you know that basically. That was one Took, time? Yeah, it was like one time when I had... Uh, How old were you? It was probably um, like uh, 17 maybe. Wow. 17. I've never smoked. Never smoked anything. Hmm. What disappointed your dad the most maybe about you? Well, my dad passed away relatively early. He passed away at age 64. Mm-hmm. And I think he was... I think he always wanted me to be a little bit, you know, stronger in the church. I think he wanted me to not have the long hair. Um, 
I remember going down to the basement once and he was a commercial artist. He used to do a lot of sketches and so forth, um, commuted to New York City and back when we lived on Long Island. And he wanted me to go on a church mission in the worst way. And my birthday's in October. Hmm. And, and I remember going down there after my freshman year and I wasn't, at that time you had to be uh, 19 to go on a mission. And I, would, I wouldn't be turning 19 till October, and so I just told him, you know, I don't think I'm going on a mission. I wasn't going to stay home and wait for my birthday to come and then go on a, a mission. And to be quite honest, at that time, I just didn't really know the church was true, and I certainly didn't want to go. So hmm. I, uh, I remember telling him, and just his eyes, his look of just kind of, you know, disappointment. I still remember it to this day. Yeah. So, uh, um, so actually, actually, that took place if I remember right, the second summer. In other words, after my sophomore year, where I was of age to go. So, oh, so it was time, and you were yeah, and I, you know, because the first excuse was, hey, I'm going to go back to college. I'm not old enough. Yeah, and then the second excuse was no, I just don't want to go. I'm not going to go, and I could see the disappointment in his eyes, and hmm. so then I started to, you know, really put forth some effort to find out, you know, if the, if the church was true and 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 so forth. And long story short, from reading certain books and and uh, praying and putting effort into it, I I came to know that the, you know the church was true, and I felt like it was something I should do. I remember I was working two two jobs, two long jobs. I mean, I was working at an animal shelter and working at the delicatessen at a Grand Union, which is a supermarket. And uh, I, I just got the feeling and, and got to know, and I decided to go. And then that was the end of it. I ended up going to Northern Ireland and uh, Scotland for two years. Got the feeling? Yeah, I got the kind the, of the, the witness. Promptings. Yeah, the promptings, the witness that... The Book of Mormon was true, and one thing led to another, and so here I, here I went. <clears throat> I mean, because I really, I really didn't want to go on a mission. I mean, I, I would have just assumed, just whizzed right through college four years. Right. And, uh, but you know, after going on a mission, I now you know appreciate the, the things that the United States have. Um, I, right. I, I appreciate. Having a strong faith, something that can support you through your trials and problems and so forth. What does he think of your lifestyle? I think I think your lifestyle is 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 great to the to the point that you know you're you have a lot of free time. Mm -hmm. You're able to enjoy what you want to do during the day. You're able to travel. You've already traveled ten times, if not a hundred times more than I did at your age. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't necessarily agree with some of your things in your lifestyle, which would be understandable since, you know, I'm still uh, you know, pretty pretty conservative, strong church member. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I still it makes me cringe when I when I hear you some of the stuff I've seen where you're where you're 
your language gets a little colorful. It's like because I know I know your mom and myself never spoke like that, but yeah. Um, and you know, and being your dad, I mean, yeah, you just—I mean, sure, it hurts a little bit, and you, know, you scratch your head, like, man, what, where, what, what was it that made him go to that that direction? But we still would, yeah, you know, we still love and support you, and uh, yeah. you know, appreciate everything you, you you do for the family, and and uh, it's great that you and all your siblings still get along as well as they do, and so forth. The first. Uh couple of years after not going on my mission, it, it might have been, it felt a little rocky, but it, no, I feel like you and mom have been really uh, open-minded and nice about it. I mean, there's some families where just not going on a mission would have been a major bump in the road. Yeah, for sure. And I, I've always felt that mom and I have, have been pretty supportive and laid back know, about I mean, it. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody's got their own decisions to make and you know, some people are going to live the life that they they want, they choose. Uh, it might turn out to be a lot better life for them, and it might turn out to be something where they regret and wish that the, maybe they chose the other road in the fork in the road, so to speak. Um, do you feel like you chose the right fork in the road? Uh, yeah, for the most part. I'd say my biggest regret as far as career goes is that I was gone a lot. I missed a lot of, uh, you know, the, you and your siblings' events by being having overnighters at work. Hmm. And so you were raised a lot by mom, and mom did a tremendous job. I think she, you know, did a, a super job in, in raising the five of you. And um, in fact, I don't know if you remember this, there was a time when I was ready to call the quits and I was gonna do a lot simpler job. I had a high pressure sales management job when we lived in Portsmouth and I pulled you aside just for fun and I said Andrew would you would you rather me be home more or would you rather have a more fun Christmas with more presents <laughs> oh no you remember this no and you but were I young can, I can I, tell I, I probably I, I, said the presents you said the presents <laughs> but but you know you were only like six seven years yeah, old yeah well that's not fair so I, I remember and I said okay well you know so, so I decided I just kept going at it uh, you know but uh, <clears throat> no I felt like you were home enough I yeah mean, I mean but there were there was things that you know I, I probably should have been home more for yeah and uh, unfortunately I wasn't and, well, I mean, you know, like, no, you went on like all my Cub Scout hikes, and yeah, I remember some of those winter campouts. Yeah, and and like, I mean, you took freeze your buns off, and uh, <laughs> and I remember yeah. you, you didn't care about skateboarding at all, but you you drove me all around the yeah. old parks in Utah, and um, yeah, I mean, there weren't. I don't feel like you were like gone that much. It was only like, but that was normal too. It was like you were just a business guy, or whatever. Right. Doing your job. But there are jobs out there where you're, you know, you're home every night and mm. you're able to make the events and able to, you know. Mm. I've covered everything, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything you want to ask me? No, I, I guess the question I'd have for you is I know when you were doing your pranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember saying to you, you know, 
you know, can't keep doing this when you're like 45, 50. So what's what's to come? <laughs> so now you're doing these, you know, chatting with interviews. <laughs> yeah. What do you see yourself evolving in in the next 10 years? Um, hopefully films, feature films would be great. Screenplay writing, writing in general, just more, I guess, mental stuff where... I have to put my head down and plan things out. More bigger projects. And uh, I mean, for now, these are still kind of, it's like they're quick projects, you know? But but yeah, these are a lot more easier than pranks and I'm, I'm glad they're doing well. Do you ever see yourself working for somebody? No, <laughs> okay. not really, no. I Maybe like, Answering, answering to the man? No, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you kind of, it seems like, yeah, you kind of worked for the man your whole life. Did yeah. you, didn't you ever want to break free and start your own business? Well, that's what I've done now. I, yeah. mean, I, I mean, I basically, I mean, I, I didn't want to retire at 55, really. It wasn't, it wasn't by choice. I just happened to have been thrifty and saved enough. And mm-hmm. then I, I got real fortunate afterwards where I, Made some, got some of these investment properties where uh, they've been able to, you know, allow me to, to, to really not change my lifestyle. Oh yeah, why the Cowboys? Why am I a Cowboys fan? Yeah. Well, I grew up in New York, and I'm a New York sports fan across the board, with the exception of football, and that's because in 1966 and 67. Um, you know, like when I was around nine, ten years old, I uh, was watching the NFL and the Green Bay Packers were playing the Dallas Cowboys two years in a row for the right to go to Super Bowl one and Super Bowl two, and both times the Cowboys lost on like the last play of the game or close to the end of the game, and I just felt sorry for them. Hmm. And so ever since then, I've been a Dallas Cowboy fan. I didn't know this. And that's the, only, that's the only time I, I break allegiance from New York sports. I mean, I'm a New York Rangers fan, New York Nick fan, although as, as long as I've lived in Utah, I've kind of followed the Utah Jazz a little bit. And yeah. then uh, New York Yankees fan. <laughs> hmm. So, um, You think the Raptors will win? Uh, I I think the Raptors will win only because of all the injuries with the Golden State Warriors. I think the Raptors will win. Okay. Um, so. Do you want to do you want me to shout out your Instagram in this video, or do you want to just keep that private? It's totally up to you. I mean, I, I'll. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, it might. Yeah, I guess <laughs> we can just refine and see if how many people follow we'll, you. We'll see. What I is mean, it? Jr. Hales seven. Mm-hmm. All right, well, happy Father's Day. Well, thank you. Yeah. appreciate you putting me up for the night. Of course. Thanks for being here. Um, okay. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. You can follow my dad in the description if you want, and I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was relatively painless. Yeah. Now I'll take all the hits. Oops. Oh.